What's up, guys? Thanks so much for tuning back in. We skipped a week to our, what do we call it? Three Circle Students podcast. Who knows? Hanging out with TC, which is me. Wednesday night recap. delicious this is, coke zero this is, this is the greatest start to the podcast ever you are welcome so this is tc talking speaking right now i'd like to introduce you to my friend and fellow preacher keith glines what's up and also a silent applause for mr keith yeah something right there my my, my other friend and preacher and mustache isaac what's up guys Andrews. welcome back he does have a nice mustache he does it is it is legendary I skipped the A there. Legendary. <laughs> Not really sure where that was going. Anyway, all right, Isaac, you have a question for us before we get started in the, the spiritual stuff. I do. You know, we get, we always got to have a would you rather crazy question. So here's my would you rather for this week. Prepare yourselves. Oh, gosh. Would you rather eat a bowl of scabs <laughs> or slide down a razor blade slide into a pool of rubbing alcohol? Sweet Jesus. <laughs> my. A bowl of scabs? Oh my goodness. Not only not only is the topic pretty stout today, uh the would yeah. you rather is quite yeah. demented, really. Yeah, there's no yeah, there's no contrast. <laughs> like we're talking about adultery, like ah oh, we'll, we'll even it out. <laughs> Let's talk about some scabs and you know, razor blades, alcohol. Yeah. All right. Where's your answer at? Oh, I have to answer. Yes. That's the whole point of asking. What's the point of actually asking a question if you're not going to answer? Touche. Slide, wait, are we sliding on the razor blades like? Down a razor blade slide into a pool of rubbing alcohol or a bowl of scabs. I'm not getting into a pool of alcohol. <laughs> I think I don't know how, but somehow I'm going to consume those scabs. <laughs> I cannot believe I'm I'm choosing that one, but I'm sure I probably ate scabs as a kid. You know, you you know, you licked one. Everyone's going, nope. Well, that was just you. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to like kindergarten. <laughs> Isaac is lost. <laughs> I, I just like the the keys. Like you know, you probably like one. Everyone in the room's going, no, no buddy, that's just you. <laughs> that, that explains so much, dude. You have kids. Oh my I mean, gosh. Hud Hud has licked a scab on his arm or something. Licked one or ate one? It's like a dog though. Like <laughs> he licks a scab. What are we talking about? All right, gosh, we got to go to the Bible. This is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait a minute, you have to answer. Me? Yes, it I was would, your question. I would, I would probably do the scabs. Keith? Yeah, the scab, yeah. definitely the scabs. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You can I bump mean, that. I ain't taking the razor blades I mean, or the alcohol. Rubbing alcohol kills good and bad stuff <laughs> so, inside your body. <laughs> so what you're saying is, would you rather eat scabs or die? <laughs> you pick. You pick. No shame. Eat scabs or die. <laughs> All right. Exodus, Transition. Exodus chapter 20. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> Exodus 20. That is the best intro we've ever had. Wow. <clears throat> we got five minutes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, five minutes We got five left. minutes left. Right. right. Exodus chapter 20, verse 14. <laughs> <He can't stop. laughs> 
<laughs> oh, man. So Exodus chapter 20, verse 14, it says, you must not commit adultery, period. Okay, I thought you were going somewhere with that, but yeah. All right, so the adultery verse, which for a teenager, it's like, oh, dude, I'm not married. This doesn't apply to me, right? So, Mr. Keith, OKJ, KG, not KJ, KJV. KJ52. <laughs> oh, the KJV, though, I like that. I like that. I preached out of the KJV last night. He did. He, he brought uh, in some, he did, yeah. Thou shalt not. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I'm That's bringing serious. the word. I'm bringing the word. Thou shalt back. Okay, it was impressive. Thou shalt not slide down a razor blade. Slide. Amen. <laughs> All right. So adultery. You Keith. know what I love. Um, you know the scripture says Jesus came to fulfill the law, right? <clears throat> yep. Um, not abolish it. What he does though is he steps it up. In Matthew five, he says that if you look on a woman. You've committed adultery in your heart. Mm-hmm. And so he redeems it, one, two, he fulfills it in that he makes it a heart issue. It seems like Jesus talks about the heart a lot. Mm-hmm. I think when Jesus comes on the scene, he he deals with the heart way more than the act. Yeah. Yeah. Isaac, what was the yeah. the phrase that you were saying about the the starting and the finishing line, or the start and, start and finish line, whatever. I love how that yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to your point, I mean, you said it a minute ago, just as teenagers, uh, you can look at this verse and be like, oh, well, I'm exempt for that one, maybe until I get married, or I would never commit that one uh, um, uh, commandment. But Because they, they think they can't. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. commit that one. I'm not married. Exactly, right. exactly. But here's the thing about adultery. Adultery, just like the sixth commandment, thou shalt not murder, mm-hmm. right? The starting line to both of those things is not murder. or Not the uh, act of. Yeah, not right. the action of murder or adultery. The starting line, the murder and adultery is the finish line to both of those actions. The starting line for murder is hatred, anger. We talked about that last week. But the starting line for adultery is lustful attractions, lustful intentions, just like it says in Ma- Jesus defines in Matthew 5, you shall not look upon a woman with lustful intentions, I think it says, mm-hmm. right? It's That is the starting line. The, the, the lustful thoughts, the lustful uh, um, uh, images, the lustful um, um, ideas that you may have, that's the starting line. That's where you start, and uh, adultery is where you might end up. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. <clears throat> Which it kind of, well, not kind of. It does. It it, it impl- Jesus is implying you need me in every area of your life. I can't remember who coined it, but it's such a good statement. Jesus is either Lord of all or no Lord at all, right? So he has to be. He has to be Lord over <clears throat> your your actions for sure, but also your thoughts, or in this case, our heart, right? Which is what Jesus is. Is saying there, um, Keith. What what um <clears throat> what would you say to a teenager who is is sitting here going, dude, this this one doesn't apply to me. Well, if you look at if you look at the data, the shame that teenagers are carrying right now is greater than ever before. Students today have distractions in every area, and I know that we overstate that a lot. 
But if you look at shame and, you know, Jesus deals with that shame with the adulterous woman. And he, he basically, uh, there's a story in the Bible where the Pharisees uh, want to catch Jesus in, in what they're trying to do. Uh, where they want the law the cross. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. where they want the law. And they're saying, hey, and they bring this woman who's committed adultery, and they say, hey, let's stone her now. Mm. And Jesus turns it around on him like he always does. Yeah. You know? And so... You without sin cast the first stone. So I would say, I would say absolutely, um, we must guard our hearts, but when we do fail, Jesus is there to pick the shame up. Yeah, that's great. Isaac, what about you? Yeah, to the to the teenagers who, who might say, "Man, this this commandment isn't for me right now," or "I can't, I can't, um, I can't um, disobey God and this commandment right now." I think, yeah, just going back to the starting line, <laughs> just going back to the starting line, and, and like, where are your intentions? Where are your thoughts? Where are the lustful desires that you have? Right, and um, uh, and. I talked about last night, man, attraction isn't bad, right? God God created attraction between man and woman, right? Attraction to the opposite sex is good. Now, where we get in trouble is whenever that attraction turns into lustful ideas or thoughts. And so as a middle schooler, as a teenager, as a college student, wherever you're at in life, man, that lustful attraction is what will get you in trouble. That is a sin. And so uh, in Psalms 37, 4, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. I think shifting your focus into delighting yourself in the Lord, right? Your heart, whenever you delight yourself in the Lord, your heart's desires are going to change, right? You're going to want to honor Christ. You're going to want to honor and obey God in, in everything. And so whenever it says He will give you the desires of your heart, He's not going to give you a million dollars because... My heart, right. my fleshly heart wants a million dollars right now, right? He's going to give you uh, exactly what God wants, what is going to honor him. And those lustful intentions, those lustful desires are not honoring to him. And so he's going to give you good desires, good attractions. Yeah. yeah. And if you're sitting there thinking, hey, this don't apply to me, I, I don't think there's a way to read around Matthew 5. Right. You don't get an out there. Yeah, you don't get an out. It, yep. Jesus is like, gotcha. Yep. For sure. I think um, <clears throat> it's far easier to uh, resist. Oh, excuse me. It's far easier to flee temptation than it is to resist temptation, you know, um, for the person who's thinking, man, I, I, you know, I don't need to take a break. Because I, I get talking with teenagers and adults alike, I would say, you know, I don't need to take a break from my phone where, you know, those things are happening or I don't need to take a break from, you know, whatever that is. Um, I can I can handle it, is, is basically what they're saying. Uh, but was it James 4, 7, where it says, Submit yourselves, therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Right? And so I think that sometimes that that verse is taken, well, I'll just, I'll just resist it, <laughs> which, you know, I'm 0 for 4 million <laughs> in that battle, right? Like, it's far easier in my head to flee from temptation than resist it. Like, oh, like, you know, another point I made last night was that your habits are going to determine your activity. For sure. 
And so if the habit of picking the phone up and looking at things you shouldn't, you know, yeah, looking at people and making, objectifying them. Sure. If yep. you're in the habit of that, yep. you're going to take that into your life. Yep. yep. Yeah. 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 Just that act of just seeing things as consumable rather than some somebody created in the image of God. Right. It's supposed to be holy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the big thing is just the shifting of focus, right? What you what you focus on, like what you see, you will ultimately want want to desire. You will have desires for that thing that you are seeing that you're focused on, and those desires will lead you to want to consume that. And so you could fill in the blank on what you set your focus on, right? If you set your focus on what you see right in front of you as your academics, right? You're probably going to be really smart one day. If you set your fo- focus on athletics, if you set your focus on uh, lustful uh, intentions, right, you're going to be consumed by that one day. But if you set your focus up on God, if you're seeing that, you desire God, right, you're going to be consumed of all who God is. Yep. Great stuff. Keith, Isaac, thanks so much for joining us as we're back at it with our weekly recap. We will see you guys next week. Next week.